Well, g'day all and welcome to the latest podcast in Markham's Invisible Strength series. We're here to ask, what's the problem with concrete under floor coverings? I'm Brendan Stead of the marketing team and with me today is Henry Mitchell, sales team leader in our head office in Napier, New Zealand. Henry, give our audience a shout out and tell us about yourself. Yeah, thanks, Brendan. Kia ora, everyone. Yeah, as uh, Brendan said, I'm based in New Zealand. I'm with the project and delivery team. I've been with Markham for about nine and a half years now. I have did uh, about 18 months in the Aussie team. And yeah, I've come back to the sunny Hawks Bay. But yeah, I hope maybe I can share some of my learnings with you guys today and tell you a little bit more about what we can help you, where we can help you. Thanks, Henry. Great to hear you. And from our Sydney team, we're hearing from Wade Lennon, currently a New South Wales project consultant. Wade joins us from his home office due to the restrictions currently in the area at the time of recording. Wade, give us a run through. Uh, g'day. Yeah, so I'm Wade. I've been with Markham about three years now. Um, currently working out of the nice, peaceful, quiet home office rather than the noisy Sydney office at the moment. Um, <clears throat> I've been helping uh, architects, builders, and almost everyone in between that um, come up with solutions for their builds. Um, tend to focus mainly uh, on the topic we're talking today, which is um, moisture control under flooring. So, uh, yeah, quite a lot of experience in that area. Um, so, yeah, it'd be good, good to go through it today. That's brilliant. Thanks, Wade. So, as I mentioned, we're chatting today about concrete underfloor coverings. Henry, can you give us some context? What is this topic really about? Yeah, thanks, Brendan. So, specifically about floor coverings, which are glued directly to concrete slabs. It can include carpet, vinyls, tiles, sports flooring, rubber, so a wide range of flooring there. Is the direct stick method a problem? No, it's not a problem. And I guess what we've got to understand is that concrete must be internally dry. Otherwise, you'll get moisture rising up. The humidity in the air often pulls the moisture out of the concrete as such. And then we get things like DLAM, dissolving adhesives, um, causing vapor uh, bubbles, particularly bad in vinyl areas, that sort of thing, but not uncommon for carpet or other types of coatings as well. So what we've got to understand is that concrete dries at about a rate of 25 mils per month. And that's, you get a 150, you get a 150 thick slab, that's about six months in your build program. You have to wait for the concrete to get down to below 75 rattle of humidity or before it's safe to lay floor coverings. So that's a long time in any build program. What you've got to understand is that's not from the time of concrete pour, it's from the time of the last time the concrete was wet as such. Okay. So, Wade, could you give us your take on this? You've seen these sort of issues, so how do you meet them? Um, yeah, really good question. It, it obviously is a big issue. People always think that we need to get the concrete as dry as possible. It's dryness in the concrete that we need. And it's true, we can't have moisture uh, under these floor coverings, but what we've got to try and do is actually bind up the moisture so it can't escape from the concrete. That, that's the biggest thing um, that, that we try and do. It's, it's not so much us drying out the concrete, but it's locking up that moisture so the moisture can't cause problems to things like the flooring. Right, so how do we actually do that? 
Uh, yeah, good question. So our approach is not actually to dry out the concrete. It's not to push the dryness, the moisture out of the concrete, but we actually lock up the moisture inside the concrete so it can't travel. Um, what we do, the way we do this is with a colloidal silica hydrogel treatment. Now, what that is, it's tiny atomized um, bits of uh, silica. It's suspended in fluid. It's sprayed onto the concrete and the particles size is so small that it can penetrate deep inside the concrete and actually changes the form of the, the moisture in the concrete. So where it would normally just be, you know, your water type thing, we're actually change it into a gel. So that gel can't be moved around the concrete. And actually over time, it'll actually form more calcium silicate hydrate, which is the bonding agent in cement. So well, I guess we're filling what would normally be voids and moisture with more of the good stuff for concrete. Yeah, that's good, Wade. And I guess just uh, understanding the people that are listening out there online, to understand that we're transforming that moisture so it's no longer moisture in concrete. And there's other benefits too. So with the, the hydrogel, it actually feeds the hydration process in concrete. So we get benefits of curing um, at the time of pour. Can replace multiple products and processes. You don't have to put a curing membrane that's not compatible with floor coverings. I want to come back and grind off later. So, yeah, saving time and money what's, what, is what we're about as well. Yeah, you're spot on there, Henry. It's, it's really, really useful in, in things like medium to large retail outlets where you've got to think there's lots of vinyl floorings. Like uh, you've got to think like grocery stores like Coles, Woolworths, or you guys call it Countdown in New Zealand. All, all those type of things that – and and even retail, retail centres – um, in shopping centres and things like that, where there's lots of that vinyl flooring, it, it really does help them out. Okay. So is there a flip side? Can you, uh, do you have instances where it hasn't worked for us? There are a couple of instances where it was thought to have failed. One turned out to have the sun um, beating on the newly laid floor coverings through an unusual window. So it was actually a, a heat issue that, that caused an issue there. Um, so uh, we thought it might have been our first failure, but it turns out yeah, it was a bit of a unique situation. There's been another case where there's actually water oozing through the walls and, and down in under the floor. So we, we have seen failures, but the, the more we've looked into failures, the more we've realised that, it, that, that it's not the issue at all of us not being able to lock up the moisture in the floor. It's controlling moisture from other areas as well, which is really important. Um, we've been doing this for quite a long time. So around 25 years, we've been doing this now. Um, we treat around 100,000 square metres a month. Um, and we've got a really strong performance-based warranty as well, um, which is not just the replacement of the product, but also the reinstatement of the flooring if it is a, a concrete moisture issue in that as well. So we're really experienced with it and we, we really do stick by our systems as well. That's excellent. So what does the treatment compare to? Are there, what are the sorts of products in this space? Yeah, well, I guess there are other um, moisture controls out there, but there's very few that we know of that have got the deep penetrating capabilities of the hydrogel that can penetrate up to 150 mil into your concrete. You've got paint-on coatings before floor coverings. You could cut in the track of hydropoxies, but they're up around the $30 a square metre. Mark, um, usually more expensive than what we're offering, but they don't give the curing benefits as well. So yeah, there is other 
systems out there, but I guess Markham has got a bit of a different model as well, where we, our in-house applicators are the installers, our in-house QA team and operators, PMs, do that work. And we can tie that all together for performance-based warranties uh, and then obviously passing those insurance-backed warranties on. So, yeah, as Wade said, if there is an issue, uh, we will cover replacement of floor coverings, workmanship, the whole lot. And that's just because we we hold all that QA and, and the install together quite tight from day one. Excellent, excellent. And any other points, any other benefits that we haven't already touched on? Anything we need to... Yeah, well, I guess we can just reinforce the, the idea of curing of concrete. So the hydrogel gets into the concrete and green concrete, forms that gel, feeds the hydration process. It's been tested to be equal to 14 days water ponding. Uh, and so, so good curing of concrete. A lot of people don't think, a lot of architects out there probably think the curing of it is in, it, is in the engineer's basket, but you get good curing concrete, you get more durable concrete from day one and obviously longer lasting. And then you get your moisture controls. Yeah, yeah. Um, whole system done in one shot. Very good. That'd have to be a serious save in time and money. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Wade and Henry. It's been great going over these details. And to our listeners, why don't you visit www.markhamglobal.com and check out our key concrete treatments or get in touch with us. Stay safe all and don't miss our next episode.